All right, my name is Grant. I'm, we're, hello. I'm Raphael. <laughs> I'm Dequan. And we are doing our case study, our creative solution for intramural sports and a lack of uh, participation. So um, before we get into numbers and stuff like that, just a few talking points. Um, so searched around on the App Store uh, earlier today, and I saw that a bunch of schools have now created their own app for campus rec, intramural sports, and all that stuff so they don't have to use IM Leagues anymore. Uh, if you went on IM Leagues right now, uh, you'd have to sign in with your school ID, and then it redirects you about three or four different times until you finally get to their homepage, yeah. and then you have to go find your sport, find your team, do all that stuff, pick a time slot, It's just, and then there's just ads all over the place, it's buggy, it crashes, it's just really a poorly like user yeah, interface definitely. website, not very good. Um, but like I said, different schools have their own um, apps in the app store for it now. So it's kind of interesting to see the transition from everybody used to use IM leagues. If you go to their Dropbox on their school and There's stuff like, like that, it's, it's a disgusting amount of schools. Yeah. Um, also, one of the other topping points we wanted to get into was the uh, no advertising. Um, right campus. Raphael or Daquan can jump in on this yeah, one. Yeah, I'll jump in for it. So basically, advertising is a real big problem with intramural sports. It's not a lot of like, it's not getting out there on campus that this is going on. A lot of students are not aware of like the fun activities and games that are going on. So one of the solutions we had for this was that a big tent needs to be set up on the campus green with like the schedule of the upcoming sports, upcoming games, where you can sign up and things like that. And a bigger social media presence, that's one of the uh, mm. other things that we definitely think needs to happen so that the um, sports can be promoted more. Um, another thing that like sometimes people are just discouraged about and don't really want to play is the referees. And like, I work for, I work for, in real sports here at Kansas and like, so I'm I'm around I am a referee myself, um, but people like tend to not realize that like these referees are also like twenty twenty year old twenty one year old students, yeah. um, and like yes like we do get trained and we're pretty good at getting trained but like it's like a whole week before the season starts um, and it's like for four hours a day for four days and like we really don't get. Um, Pro, not proper training, but proper like, um, what's the word? Like, in-game In-game, like, you know, like, like the fast-paced training. Like, we'll have a scrimmage um, that Thursday night, but really, like, you don't get a chance to... Um, prepare. Prepare, like, get get used yeah. to, like, yeah. making a call, like a split-second call. It's very hard yeah. unless you get that practice. Um, so I think that's one of the biggest things that people don't realize, and that's very hard for the referees. Also, because of that, they're not getting enough, like time on the field like we're not because of the hours of the perch and the hours of the rec center like we're not getting enough games out there so we can only have because of football like the actual uh football team like practicing until seven o'clock like we're not getting onto the person until seven o'clock and then it closes at 10 those are three hours yeah like it's hard for the referees to get a chance to like work on their craft as a referee when they're not getting any games to be able to work, um, especially with, like, other lives, like school and everything. Um. Yeah, and I think also, though, too, one point that really hasn't been considered is a bunch of, like, us, we all played sports in high yeah. school. So, like, we know our stuff. Like, right. we know the rules and, like... So when which, you see... And a bunch of people, you know, they're doing it as, like, a part... You know, it's an extra, you know... Right. 
whatever money in your pocket for a night. So some of these people are just doing it for a check, and, you know, that's fine. And, like, sometimes, like, for example, like, someone might be really good at soccer and, like, played soccer their whole life, and then they're asked to referee basketball. Yeah. And, like, it's harder to catch. It's harder to pick up. Pick up. There's definitely their strength and their weaknesses and stuff like that. And I know a few of our solutions that we might have or we do have for that is maybe a little bit of a stiffer, um, you know, grade or something Mm -hmm. like that. Or, you know, if it's a – if it's a guy, he's not doing really well with all the quick pace of the five-on-five five guys. Maybe move him to like the females or like right. the co-rec or something. And they like do that. actually, they do that. Okay. Like, uh, most of the time, but like sometimes, but it's very hard for the supervisor to see all the shifts that like. Yeah. Like we put in our availability for the week, and sometimes it's hard to find the right, the best right. people to ref one game. Right. But I'll tell you what, like in the championship game, that's a that's an honor. That's like. The best of the best cha- cha- uh, oh, referee yeah. the championship There's game. There's definitely refs I see when they walk out. I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah. We have, you know, this day. Like, yeah. you know, he's He knows one, what he's doing. Yeah, he's, he'll, he's, he'll be able to talk to me. Exactly. Like, explain to me. And he can explain to the other guy on the fly. Like, what, like you just need at least one dude that one. knows what's up and right, what's going right. on out there. Um, another issue that we have going right now is the separate campus issue. Um, I know it's an inconvenience for just about everybody, everybody. Um, yeah. staff, students, just everybody. Uh, right. Getting on 75 and going south when you have a game at 7, that means I need to leave my house at like 5 o'clock. Like, i got to give myself some time to get down there. Um, and it's just, I'm sure it's the same for the kids that play at the Marietta campus. Coming all come all over. Come up here. I uh, know in the past when we were, you know, brainstorming all this stuff, we mentioned the Bob goes. The Bob does go from Marietta to Kennesaw, okay. but that's exactly. still just a hassle. You don't inconvenience. When yeah. does the, like you don't know the schedule of the Bob? Yeah. I, at least I don't. Especially with traffic and stuff like that, the bus yeah. gets stuck in traffic. It's not there on time. Um, you know, some kids don't have cars, so it's hard for them. They to, might not have enough. You mean Uber's not really cheap either. No, absolutely not. Yeah. So especially going into Atlanta, honestly, and you know? especially for an hour to play basketball, like or you know whatever any sport, sport is. is. Yeah. Like nobody's gonna want to uh, do that. Um, I thought maybe a good idea. I don't know if I put it on our solution sheet though. Was um, having like a championship game for yeah. each school, and then have the two champions from each school like play each other. That'd be kind of something fun and you interesting know, to do. That'd be so. I would think like I have friends in other schools, you know, and like yeah. that'd be so cool. And like they, there are some like for example, flag football, like seven on seven. There, there are tournaments, extramural tournaments. And, yeah. Like, for example, Thetakai was invited to a tournament a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, to represent Kennesaw State. Yeah. Because they won the championship. That so that has happened, but like that's not advertised. Right. We and go I've, back to that problem. It's not advertised. And I've had buddies who won at Ole Miss in the like. So Ole Miss used to have, which I think, now that I'm talking about it, Kennesaw should, State should do as well is competitive and rec league. Oh yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, that'd be great, but with the amount of like participants that we have yeah and we'll get into these numbers too for y'all to follow along here in a second but just my buddies won the um competitive league and they would they traveled the southeast right. like and the school paid awesome. for so like you know they'd go do my their friend, thing he play ball St. John's. he did the same thing so yeah so like, come on Hoka. it's like super big like a lot i mean i'm not gonna say a lot of schools cause i can't really speak on that but i know for a lot of schools it's super popular they do do the extra extra me i don't even know how to say the word correctly um, tournaments and stuff like that. And uh, Daquan does have a few uh, solutions. I don't know if we got into all of them. Yeah, yet, we have. The, but I'll let him kind of touch on The major one that right we have to touch on is the um, 
championship games. We feel like that that should definitely be held in like bigger venues that like have the players make it feel like they're doing like a bigger, like it's bigger than what it is. Like in the convocation center. Exactly. And another thing was um, prizes and awards for the players. We feel like that um, they should be like other schools that get maybe free food and things like that. We feel like here people got free food and even like a like truck, gift card or yeah, something. Something that just makes it. We even had the. We had the, I guess it was one of the marketing girls for the football team came into my broadcasting class and like they were, they gave out a $5 gift card to Academy Sports if you were to like get you to go to the game. That happened, yeah. yeah. I got, they said, who's, who wants to go to to football game Saturday? I said, sure, if it's for get you for a gift card, I'll do it, but I'm not actually going to go. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, like, you know, put that, put some of that, put that money know? towards the intramural, like a Domino's gift card or something like that. I mean, exactly. that like small no, pizzas, sure. like eight bucks or something like that. Give them like, everybody a ten dollar gift card to Domino's. Um, plus, there's only I don't know how many teams we have. All the numbers in front of us, but just off the top of my head, like what fifty? There's seventy teams, and then you only have to give it to one team. One only, team. That's only not, one team wins, right. so you're not giving it to everybody. Right. Um, but let's kind of just hop into some of these numbers that we have um, in front of us. So. We have a graph, and like I said, we'll post all this on a PowerPoint so y'all can kind of follow through and listen and look at the same time. So we have from fall 2015 to spring 2016, so that full school year, uh, we had a total of 5,173 participants. Participants means like, so you have unique participants and participants. Unique participants is one specific person. And then participants is like if that one specific person played three different sports. So um, we have 5,173 of those. Uh, 1,064 of those were freshmen. 1,522 of those were sophomores. And then juniors was 1,319. And seniors was 1,214. And the graph also has a male and female breakdown as well, which is also very a staggering, yeah, number of. It's like more than female. It's just about an average of seventy five percent to twenty five to twenty five percent male female. Another, but like along with those numbers, uh, like the unique participants is very interesting. Um, Only five hundred seventy six freshmen knew, or like played intramural sports that uh, that year, and like. Of course, like they're, if they're not advertising well, yeah, they're not. These freshmen don't know how. Don't know like they're getting like just accommodated to college. Like they're not gonna know. They're and not I know, gonna, and I know we've talked about this too. Like as a freshman, I couldn't wait to play intramural sports. Really? Like, I came to college and I was like, like, yes. If I'm not gonna be playing like college sports, I'm, I was I'm, like, f- I'm, gonna, of, yeah. I'm gonna satisfy that itch to be competitive in something. So, I mean, that's kind of like a staggering number. I don't know what the freshman incoming class is on an average year, but like for example. This past year, like, we had the biggest freshman class in, in Kennesaw State history, right? Mm-hmm. Why are the numbers going down? Right. This is the question we have to answer. So, we had, let's go to fall 2016, spring 2017. I think they increased just a little bit that year. Put them side by side real quick, Rafi. So, it goes up a little bit this year. And I think after we looked at all the numbers the the following years you see a big dip after 2016 in the 2017 school year yeah. go to 20 what is that 17 fall yeah so we go from the following year where there was a, a nice jump um to almost a thousand less participants freshman numbers are down sophomore numbers are down juniors, juniors are down and see, like it's like just every, a, every, everything around the board down. is down 
So, which is interesting because like we're as these like so example like 2016, 2017 like technology is becoming more of a thing. So like Instagram is becoming bigger. Yeah. So like the ability to advertise is getting bigger. Why are the numbers going down? And it's also just means people aren't coming back and playing. They aren't coming back and playing. So that would also be an interesting thing if. I don't know if we could ever figure it out on why they didn't come back. That'd be a lot of polling and stuff like that. But um, we're also going to have some charts of like all the other sports being played. You'll kind of see where, you know, KSU probably gets a bunch of their players in. That's, you know, basketball, football. Mm. And soccer. Soccer, maybe. But a little bit of soccer. We'll have a bunch of these numbers posted and stuff like that. Um, but the the solutions yeah. we gave out those are something that I think could be really beneficial to yeah I everybody. think I think that if the end game here like if we start if we are advertising a little better these numbers should go up right that's the biggest thing in really anything like tell people about it and they'll be inclined to go yeah definitely you know and promote and promote you know, that's promote, how, that, give that's how everything is. a ten dollar gift card to Target or Domino's exactly. people sponsor some stuff come on yeah yeah like there's I know we're known as a commuter school but I'm, there's a I know a ton of kids that have gone here and do go here that used to play high school sports or they even played in college and just you know, and they still think they can still play you know they still want to play yeah. so there's definitely uh, I guess a market for it. Um, but yeah, so those are our solutions and this is the, uh, our, our podcast, podcast. for uh, all of it. Thank you for listening. Yes, sir.